Hello, Jesus Time family, and I'm so happy that you can join me as we talk about what Jesus tells us in our times with him. There's nothing better. I can't tell you how refreshing it is just to sit with Jesus. I love that I don't have to stir myself up or psych myself up to receive from him. It's an easy time. It's an easy time because he is generous and he meets me where I am every time, guys. And I hope that you can experience that sweetness as well. And I love what he has shared with me recently. I just started Deuteronomy and oh, there's so many delicious little nuggets in the Old Testament. Yes, in the whole Bible, but the Old Testament, I don't know, sometimes we can think I don't know, there's a lot of genealogies, there's a lot of wandering. (laughs) It doesn't seem to be very relevant, but God is faithful. God is faithful, and he does. He speaks out of Deuteronomy. (laughs) So I was so encouraged. I was so encouraged because um, a lot of times I feel, and I have heard others feel this way, that if it is our own stupid decisions that have caused us to be in a predicament. (laughs) And then can we really expect for God to bail us out? Can we really expect God to show us grace when by our stupid decision, wrong choice, shortcoming, mistakes, whatever, when we have done this thing to ourselves? Because that is the time where we feel like we deserve it the least. But the definition of grace is undeserved favor. And while we know that definition in our heads, when we have to experience it, we have a much harder time receiving it. And the passage we're reading today encouraged me so much in the experience of grace. So we're going to start in Deuteronomy chapter 2. And I think we'll have to start in verse 2 just to keep it in context. So the Israelites are wandering in the desert and they have started to claim their land. I think this is the tail end of the 40 years. And they're starting to, um, yeah, just to receive what God has given them. So starting in verse 2, we're reading in the NLT. Then at last the Lord said to me, You've been wandering around this hill country long enough. Turn to the north. Give these orders to the people. You will pass through the country belonging to your relatives, the Edomites, the descendants of Esau, who live in Seir. The Edomites will feel threatened, so be careful. Do not bother them. For I have given them all the hill country around Mount Seir as their property, and I will not give you even one square foot of their land. If you need food to eat or water to drink, pay them for it. And we'll go ahead and stop there. That was verse 6. And why is this cool? Why is this a picture of grace? Okay. If you remember back in Genesis where Jacob and Esau were brothers and Jacob deceived Isaac into blessing him 
first. Even before then, though, Esau had sold his birthright to Jacob for a bowl of soup. Now, before I get too critical of Esau, you guys, I can totally relate to that because when I'm hungry, I cannot think clearly. But, (laughs) but we see there that Esau did not value his birthright, his inheritance. He sold it for a bowl of soup. And that tells us, I think, that he did not value that inheritance. He made a very careless and stupid decision. He allowed a temporary desire to sacrifice and surrender an eternal reward. Guys, that's pretty stupid. That's pretty that's pretty bad, okay? And even if you read in Genesis, he was like crying to his dad saying, Father, don't you have a blessing for me? And the dad, Isaac, was shaking and crying. And he's like, sorry, son. To be honest, I don't understand how those blessings work. I don't understand why Isaac could not have been like, sure, you can get this. But that was the reality of that time, of that blessing that he gave up. And that was, that was terrible. And he had to live with that. Can you imagine living with that? A decision that doesn't just affect you, but all of your descendants? I don't know. That'd be pretty hard to live with. And even though, yes, Jacob deceived Isaac in that moment, pretending to be Esau. But really, it was Esau's decision beforehand that brought that about. Okay, so that's terrible. But then what does this Deuteronomy passage tell us about God? It tells us that even though Esau was stupid and careless and sinful, that God still had an inheritance for him and his descendants. That's incredible. I couldn't believe it when I read it. Even the tenderness of God's heart towards the Edomites. He told the Israelites, hey guys, in verse four, the Edomites will feel threatened, so be careful. Don't bother them, for I have given them all the hill country around Mount Seir as their property, and I will not give you one square foot of their land. He is telling Israel, the people who did inherit the blessing and the inheritance. Hey, I've got these guys covered. I'm extending my generosity, my grace, and my inheritance to them. So don't take what's theirs that I have given them. And be careful because they will feel threatened. Even that sweetness of be careful with them. They're going to feel threatened. That is such a sweet consideration for God to have for the descendants of the man who was stupid and careless and sinful. That is God's grace. And it should come as no surprise that God's inheritance is his gift to his people. And it's humbling. It's really humbling. 
But seeing this heart that my God has for the descendants of Esau makes me really, really appreciate his inheritance to us. If we look in 1 Peter 1, verse 3, it says this, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again, because God raised Jesus from the dead. Now we live with great expectation. Verse 4, And we have a priceless inheritance an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you pure and undefiled beyond the reach of change and decay and through your faith god is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see god's inheritance for us through Jesus Christ is beyond the reach of change and decay. This is the inheritance that we have through Christ. And it does not matter what sinful, careless, or stupid decisions we have made. It is because of his generosity. It is because of his great mercy that we have this inheritance. And nothing can take that away. And seeing his heart towards Esau and his descendants just made me realize and understand more deeply God's grace to the sinful, broken, wretched, and stupid. Praise God. Praise God that his favors does not depend on my goodness (laughs) praise God I hope that you can really receive God's grace today today and rejoice in his mercy I love you guys so much God bless